Hey Rebel, welcome to Untoxify Your Relationship. Here we will talk about all things healthy and how to get that toxic mess out of you and your partnership. I'm your host, Melissa Webb, a practicing licensed mental health therapist with 10 years experience. I've been on a journey encouraging women to throw the middle finger up at society and to become a rebel, to go against the grain of who and what you are supposed to be and grow into what God has created you to be. And I do this by teaching them skills to cultivate stronger relationships through healthy theology and mental health practices. All right, let's go ahead and hop into it. Hey y'all, this is your girl. It is episode seven, lucky number seven. And we are going to talk about the cheat codes for healing after a breakup. I have recently had a breakup. It was a very tough breakup. Ain't gonna lie. It was really tough to get through this particular breakup. Um, This happened a couple of months ago. Once the breakup happened, I knew I had two choices because this is a choice. I could either choose to let the breakup take over me or me take over the breakup. And what the breakup taking over me can look like is me, you know, going to the fetal position and allowing the, the crazy thoughts to go through my head of I'm not good enough and I wasn't good enough for this person. I will never be married. I would never get with anyone, which I know they're all lies. It's just really just me allowing the enemy to get a foothold in there. And then he comes in and creates these lies, these uh, creates a story or imagination in my head of this is what your life is going to look like because this one person broke up with you, which again, it's a lie. I know it's not true, which also gives me hope because we know that the devil is the father of lies. And so if he's lying, saying that this is, you know, you're not good enough and you will never be married and all this other stuff that lets me know that whatever he's saying is going to be the opposite. So if he said, I'm not going to be married, I already know I'm going to be married because God told me I'm going to be married. And so not to believe what the devil is saying, because if he tells me I'm not going to be, that lets me know that I am going to be because he's just going to tell me the opposite of what God says about me. I don't know who that's for, but that's free. Take it. So I can either one, let the breakup take over me or I can take over the breakup. So what that looks like is grieving the relationship, being able to forgive myself and forgive my ex-partner, you know, give myself grace and then accept the end of the relationship. I had to go through this process and I also had to go through therapy to help me get through this breakup. I can say now, like, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm moving forward. I'm able to be on these crazy day nap or meet someone organically and go on dates and all of that. But it was a process. If you don't get nothing else out of this episode, I want you to walk away with at least this one thing. How you heal from a breakup will determine how you will show up in your next relationship. I'm gonna repeat that because I feel like 
I need to. How you heal from a breakup will determine how you show up in your next relationship. My girl Erica Badu, bag lady. If you don't heal from relationships, you're going to have all these bags walking into your next relationship. And these bags can be from your previous relationship, from your previous, previous relationship, from how your friends treated you back in the day, your childhood trauma, all the things that has hurt you in the past. You would put all these stuff in all these different bags and you would carry all your baggage, all your shit into this next person's house, apartment, whatever. You just start unpacking everything and projecting on your partner and your partner's like, whoa, (laughs) what did I get myself into? And so what we don't want is that we don't want you to project and vomit on your partner. What we want is for you to be healed, leaving those bags behind, unpacking the bag and really going through them and healing from all your previous pain and trauma and all of that. That way, when you do go into a new relationship, you're going into it with fresh eyes, fresh everything, and you're able to see the relationship from a different viewpoint than from a hurt viewpoint. We just going to hop into it. We just going to hop into the cheat codes. It's five of them and they're pretty long i like to keep my episodes under 30 minutes hopefully this will be under 30 minutes i think it will be and we're just gonna hop into the five the five cheat codes are forgiveness grieving acceptance grace and then therapy these are in no particular order i'm just going to start with the first one which is grieving. So grieving is giving yourself time to accept the loss of the relationship. And grieving could look like a lot of different things. So you can be grieving the future dreams and hopes that you all had. So if you're in a relationship and your partner were talking about marrying you or you were engaged and you guys were getting married and then something happened to your partner or you know you guys decide to break up or whatever, you can grieve the future hopes and dreams that you all were planning. Um, mourning the memories of the past. I know like on my phone, past memories pop up and I'm like, oh, and it makes me kind of sad because I'm like, man, I can't do that again with this person. I'm still happy with the memory. It was a good time, but it's still like mourning the person that's connected to the memory. Also grieving the current way of life. So if you were married and now you're a widow or you're a divorcee, And now you you can be grieving how life was versus how life is. Um, Life could look different with a two person income and all of that. to now you're one person income and just trying to figure things out. The stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I really want to note that uh, the stages of grief was developed when someone found out that they had a terminal illness. I also know they use it for people that's um, on hospice. Although it was developed for that, I know a lot of times people still use the stages of grief to get through, you know, like a recent breakup or a loss of a loved one or something like that. These stages are not linear. So you don't go from denial to anger to bargaining. You can go from denial to depression to anger to bargaining. So it's, and then you go back to denial. So these stages are not linear. They're kind of all over the place and you kind of hop from just one thing to another. Grieving looks different for everyone. So the length and and intensity of a relationship matters. For instance, I had a dog since it was a puppy and I had to give it away when I had to move back in with my parents back in the day. So I think the dog might've been two, I might've had a dog for like two years or so. And I gave it away to a pretty popular dog agency 
which I won't name, and it was adopted in three days. Maybe like a year later, the animal police people, I know they have a name, I cannot think of their the actual name of the animal police people. They called me and told me that my dog had died and they were asking me if I was still, the dog was still registered to me and I had to explain to them like, no, I gave my dog away to this national dog agency. Um, and that's when they told me, don't give the dog to those type of dog agencies because they are not great. After I got off the phone with them, I did shed a, a, a gangster tear for my dog. I was kind of like, man, like my dog really died. I pulled one out for the dead dog. <laughs> and I went about my way. It was probably about 30 minutes. I felt some type of sadness and I was okay. Versus my mom, um, my father passed eight years ago. And my mom, I still believe my mom's still grieving. They were married for almost 30 years, 30 plus years, I believe. And they known each other since they were kids. Like they grew up together and they just end up falling in love and, you know, getting married and have kids. That grieving process looks a lot different. That's not a 30 minute grieving process, right? Uh, especially it was a loving and really great, healthy relationship. So that wasn't a, a 30 minute grieving process. That is years like going through that grieving process. So it just really just depends on the length and intensity of the relationship. And that will determine how long your grieving process is going to be. I think throughout the whole grieving process, which we'll get into this a little bit later, is just self-compassion, giving yourself grace, and just accepting the loss of the relationship. Second thing, again, in no order, forgiveness. Forgiveness is letting go of the pain and our regret. So that way we don't slip into resentment. So forgiveness will be forgiving yourself and forgiving your partner. So forgiving yourself from a past relationship can look like forgiving yourself for dating this person, forgiving yourself for not seeing the red flags or taking the red flags and bleaching it and turning it pink and saying, that's not a red flag. It's a pink flag because I bleached it. <laughs> so basically ignoring the red flags, trusting someone, not listening to yourself, you know, so forgiving yourself for those types of things. And you may want to forgive your ex-partner for the pain they cause or the offenses that they made. Now, I know some of you all are listening. You're like, but you don't know what my partner did. Like, I was abused. I was this. I was that. And if that is the case, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I, too, have been in abusive relationships and have been sexually assaulted twice. And I have learned to forgive those people who I was in a relationship with who did heinous acts to me. I'm not telling you what to do. Because I'm not in the position to tell you what to do. I'm just here saying like, it's better to let go than to hold on. When you hold on, these things fester and turn into anger, resentment. And then you start to create this whole story about yourself of maybe I'm not good enough or, you know, no one would ever want to be with me. Letting go of that, you let go of all that mess and you'll be able to move forward. Not forgiving someone definitely can keep you stuck in the past of when all that stuff happened and forgiveness helps you to move forward. Is it easy? Hell no. Hell to the no. And that's where I'm like, forgiveness is a process. Whether you are forgiving someone for one thing one time or for one thing multiple times, forgiveness is a process. Be mindful of if you haven't forgiven as quickly as someone else wants you to. And I put that in quotes. You can't see my fingers, but I'm doing the air quote signs. Then that's on them. 
you take your time and you figure that out. You may have to see a professional to kind of figure that out. But at the end of the day, forgiveness is a process and give yourself grace to get through that. In Colossians 3 and 13, Paul tells us to forgive quickly. And I believe as we become more like Christ, forgiving quickly will come easier. And But we all got to start somewhere, right? So if you're in the early stages of figuring out how to forgive someone or you've been forgiving people and you're like, I'm a pro at this. Okay, great. No matter where you are, just remember it's a process and to give yourself grace as you go through forgiving people. Third cheat code is giving yourself grace. So this is choosing to interact with yourself with goodwill and kindness. Grace and self-compassion goes hand in hand. So here are some things you can give yourself grace for after a breakup. So you can give yourself grace for not allowing yourself to feel bad for the decisions that you made. So you made decisions in that relationship with the best information that you probably had at the time. What that looks like is... If you had a partner saying, hey, you know, I want to move in and, you know, I want to marry you and we're going to have this whole wonderful life with you and you decide to move forward with this person, trusting them and saying like, yeah, we about to get married. You're going to move in. It's going to be great. And then that person breaks up with you. Give yourself grace for making that decision at that time. That's the best information you had at the time. At the time, the information was this man want to marry me. We're moving forward been talking about marriage okay I think I can trust this person okay cool let me move forward that's all you can do so give yourself grace for making those decisions now I know now looking back you like who I don't know why I trusted that man I was tripping you can't base a past decision you made off of future insight you know now like you shouldn't have did that however at the time you made the best decision so don't base a past decision off of future insight Second thing you might want to give yourself grace for is giving yourself permission to feel. A breakup is a roller coaster. One day you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy I ain't with him. The next day you're like, oh my God, I'm so sad that I'm not with him. (laughs) And that can happen within the hour, right? So just be okay with how your feelings are going and how you feel because it's a roller coaster and just be okay and give yourself grace for okay one hour I felt okay now this hour I don't feel okay that's okay we're okay and we're just going to move forward the third thing you might want to give yourself grace for is um, give yourself grace for allowing for your imperfections and then also give yourself grace for for things to be out of your control I know it's a two-in-one but Give yourself grace for who you are. I know a lot of times we can go into that negative thought pattern of I wasn't good enough and I'm not good enough to be in a relationship. And that's just not true. You are good enough to be in a relationship and give yourself grace for just who you are. You might not have been that person's cup of tea, but you are someone's whiskey. (laughs) Cup of whiskey, right? Is that how that quote goes? It's something like that. You might not have been that person's cup of tea, but you're somebody's cup of tea or cup of coffee or or whiskey because whiskey's my favorite thing to drink. And then also give yourself grace for the situation to be what it is, right? So practice gratitude. Gratitude for when it comes to you and who you are and gratitude for the situation for being what it is. Number four, the fourth cheat code is acceptance. We talked about acceptance when it came to grieving. Talk about acceptance when it comes to grace. Again, all these kind of play off of each other, if you haven't noticed yet. And radical acceptance is something I talk about in therapy all the time. But radical acceptance is completely recognizing and accepting the reality that you that you are in, even when a reality includes 
pain and discomfort. Radical acceptance is designed to keep pain from turning into suffering. After a breakup, acceptance can look like accepting your singleness, accepting that the relationship didn't go as you wanted it to go, accepting that the person you were with is not the person who you thought they were, accepting, you know, that you might have done something wrong in a relationship that caused the ending of it, being able to just accept the facts of the matter. Acceptance does not mean that you approve of all the bad things that happen. It's really just, again, realizing that we can't change the facts. There are times when it's inappropriate to practice radical acceptance. Most of those situations involve where it's more prudent to try to make a change in the situation rather than accepting how things really are. So those situations are if you if you are in an abusive relationship or someone is treating you poorly or with disrespect, if you are being harassed, taken advantage of, or not treated fairly at work, if you are experiencing burnout or a lack of motivation with your current situation, when you are intentionally not taking action out of fear, or when acceptance becomes an obstacle in actually improving your situation or standing up for yourself. Here are some ways to practice radical acceptance. Remind yourself that in, in the moment, reality can't be changed. Remind yourself that there are causes for this reality that are outside of your control. Think about what you would do if you were able to accept what happened. Imagine what things would be like if you accepted the situation. Letting yourself feel emotions in a safe way. Accept that life can be worthwhile even when experiencing this pain because a breakup is definitely painful. Some things you can say that can help you with radical acceptance. You can say, I can't change the things that have happened in the past. I am able to accept the present moment exactly as it is. I will get through this no matter what. I can choose to make a new path even if I feel bad. It's possible for me to accept what happened and still end up happy. Those are some things. This is from an article um, from Very Well Mind. I'll leave the link in the um, show comments. As you can see, like radical acceptance is just accepting the reality of this is just how things are. I can't change it. And this is just where I'm at in the present. I'm not gonna be in the future. I'm not gonna be in the past. I'm just gonna accept how things are currently. And last but not least, the, the cheat code of all the cheat codes that will help you with the other cheat codes is therapy. Getting you a good therapist that can help you with all of these things and that can help you to move forward after this breakup and can help you to heal after this breakup because doing the first four that I mentioned earlier the acceptance the grieving the forgiveness and giving yourself grace that shit is hard doing it on your own what will help is to get you a therapist to help you I am a therapist again been doing this for 10 years and even me going through this and working through those first four of grieving the relationship accepting the things of how they are, giving myself grace and forgiving myself and my ex-partner. It was hard for me. And I, I do this. I walk with people through their healing and I walked with myself through my healing. And I had a therapist that kind of helped me, not kind of, she did help me and is helping me to heal and taking all my thoughts and, and making them whatever she, all the wizard stuff she do. <laughs> All the wizard stuff my therapist do to help me, right? So just know like it's okay to get a therapist. It's okay to talk to someone about your breakup that's not 
a friend or a family member, which those things are okay. And it's also okay to talk to a professional who's been trained to help you to heal on this journey. Now, if you are someone who's like, yes, I want to go to therapy. And yes, I like to use a notebook. So I have a lot of clients who bring notebooks to the sessions and they write stuff down. They write down their thoughts during the week. And you know, that that's like their therapy journal or their therapy notebook. I have a product on Amazon. It's called Your Guide to Healing, a therapy journal. And in that journal, it talks about healing and what healing looks like and it gives some skills um, to work on with um, like feelings and your thoughts and your actions and how all that kind of goes together. Also talks about how to find a therapist because that's a whole thing. And in the back of the journal, it gives a couple of pages that helps you before therapy, during therapy and after therapy to write down your thoughts before, doing, after, um, to do homework and to journal. So that book is available on Amazon. Again, I'll put the link in the show comments. I believe the journal is $14, so it's not that expensive. It's on sale, so go get it and go forth and be great on your healing. That's all I got. I kept it under 30 minutes today. Shout out to me again. Thank you all for coming. I really do hope this helps someone who's going through a breakup and need some guidance on how to heal. I just gave you the cheat code. So use it accordingly and share with someone that you know. Share with your auntie, uncle, your cousin, your BFF, and even your enemies. Because even your adversaries can get you to where you need to go. Hello, that's a word. Um, So go ahead and share, like, subscribe, all the things. And I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and share this episode with your family and friends. Don't forget to take the quiz on my website to figure out which Beyonce song matches your toxic trait. Go ahead and check it out at d-revolution.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-B-E-L-U-T-I-O-N.com. Thanks and see you next time.